So it's good to see at the AAAS in Denver that an organisation called Sense About Science was in attendance and Tracy Brown is its director. So we're based in the UK but we work globally collaborating with people all over the world to help people get the information they need about scientific issues and data. When you say we, how big is this organisation? We're tiny, but we push other people to get active. So, for example, we run global campaigns to get access to clinical trial data. We are tiny. We had 10 people on that campaign. We raised tens of thousands of active people around the world to get that to change. And now you're in Denver, Colorado for the AAAS meeting and talking about risk. Now, that's very interesting because there's so much risk all around. What are you launching this week? We've just launched the Risk Know-How platform, which is for people to start directing the information that weather agencies and other providers of risk information that they give out to try and direct them to the real dilemmas that people have in their lives. It's no good keep on telling people there is a higher risk of floods on these floodplains. Farmers need to know, do I sow flood-resistant crops or not? That's a complex decision. It's just not good enough to keep putting out this kind of very simplistic, very isolated information and asking people to make decisions on that basis. We all know this. You know, you get a health risk advertised on the front page of the newspaper or by a public health agency. We know we've got to put that in the context of our lives, actually how our lives function. It's not the only decision we take that day. And so we need to start directing information to where people need it and how they need it. Well, you've had a panel here one from Texas, another from Puerto Rico, <laughs> and someone else talking about Sri Lanka. Can people around the world look at your site and make up a useful decision about their locality? Yeah, do you know the remarkable thing is people who are trying to lead difficult decisions and difficult discussions in their communities have a lot more in common with each other than you would imagine. We thought that the highly contextual nature of, for example, deciding how to deal with the eutrophication of a lake in Kenya would be a completely different discussion from deciding whether to go to sea with loads more incoming storms in the Philippines. It turns out that people who are leading those conversations come up against the same misunderstandings, the same problems with the information that they've got, things like misunderstandings understanding about the type of average that you're looking at and they're looking for the similar kind of help from us from each other how do I visualize this risk with my community how do we talk about whether it's safe to have an incinerator in Brisbane for example those are the kinds of things that people are asking and they have a lot in common well sometimes the response is not so much the welfare of the community or the workforce but legalistically in, in other words covering your bum and I remember when my partner who worked for the ABC as a producer for 20 years she had to fill in a form about risk taking a crew out somewhere to French's forest and she was chastised by the people in charge of this because they said there's a danger of snakes and you didn't remark on this in your application and she quietly responded French's forest is a suburb in Sydney and there's many while snakes out there is downtown Denver. <laughs> so there's so much, especially as I put during your session here, when it comes to schools. Now, there's so many reasons for not taking bunches of kids out because they're hard to manage. You yourself need a background as to whether you're safe or not. And there are all sorts of wild animals out there. How do you make that balance between what's enriching young people and how they can get used to being in the world and being safe. Well, of course, one of the key things is confidence in handling risk. 
And what we've been talking about here in Denver today is people in their community who are taking a lead. And I think more leadership is needed where people don't just back cover or they don't just sign off on a risk, but actually they say, hang on, is this something that we can cope with? And what is it going to take to cope with it? And I do think that back covering is the opposite of what we've been hearing about today. Today, we've been hearing about people who took it on themselves during the pandemic, for example, to recognize that there were communities that were not served by the information, to talk to them about how, for example, they could go on producing the food that they were producing, but still take precautions that meant that they weren't in an enclosed space. You know, you have people who took it on themselves to think, well, okay, life has to go on. Kids have to grow up. They have to experience their world. How do we do that in a way that takes on board keeping them safe, but also exposes them to an understanding of risk? And I think that's the kind of person that we are celebrating on the Risk Know How platform. What's your own background? My own background is in social statistics. And funnily enough, in the 90s, the early 90s, I worked in Russia as it opened up. And social statistics were one of the least trusted <laughs> things around. And it was so exciting to work with people who began to use information to describe their circumstances, to describe whether they felt safe, to describe whether they felt the world was fair. You can argue about where that's now or ended up, but at the time, it was just so exciting to see ordinary people getting their hands on statistics. Thank you very much and stay safe. Thank you. Tracy Brown, Director of Sense About Science.